0: So let me get this straight. Do you think, if you had to choose between one or the other, Phil Foden or Mason Greenwood?
1: Foden all day, what do you mean?
0: Are you just talking because of recent form or what? Because he did score a crazy goal, but I mean.
1: No, all all season, all season. If you had asked me that question at the beginning of the season, I would have said Foden as well.
0: Interesting. A bigger, what about better prospect for the future?
1: I still say Foden he's in a better team he plays more often he's more consistent he's more dangerous in front of goal as well or just in, in the overall play I don't know about
0: i don't know about dangerous in front of goal i don't think he's more dangerous in front of goal he does play more often though they play different positions
1: fair enough but who is more okay who is more impactful to his team who has more impact for his team you can't tell me it's greenwood
0: um i don't know um right now greenwood isn't if you if you talk if you talked about last season Greenwood when he's coming on and scoring goals every time he comes on, um, the answer would be Greenwood. But this season it's a little different. There's a little bit more competition. He's getting a little bit less
1: playing time. But aren't you the one that said last episode that last season was last season? This season is this season. I'm pretty sure you said that. Right. About what? About I I'm pretty sure I mentioned something about Arsenal or something, and then you said last season was last season, this season is this season.
0: Yeah, I know, but if we're talking about the future, you don't only take this season into account. You take every
1: season into. Account. Okay, well, if even if you want to take last season, funding was better, in my opinion. Mm, I don't think so. Greenwood has a better after the Greenwood after the lockdown period. That's when Greenwood showed up. Can we? Are we? Can we agree? You mean after
0: the start of the coronavirus, like when the season started back up again?
1: Yes, that's when you showed up.
0: I still think Greenwood has a lot more. Um, I think when he gets a little bit more playing time you're gonna see you're gonna be reminded of why it's actually a conversation but phil fulman i will admit has impressed me i was not too high on him when like he started getting hype because i feel like he had didn't really have anything to show for it but now he's um he's actually proving himself and i think england just has a lot of a
1: lot of young talent coming in indeed I, you know what? One of those episodes before the Eurostar, we have to make an episode specifically for the England is not, uh, for the Three Lions. Try to figure out what the squad is going to look like because I feel like it's the one. It's the one squad that is the most interesting in terms of who can actually make it because there's a lot. There's a lot of possibilities.
0: Yeah, because I feel like a lot of the best England teams in the past were the teams that like had a lot of veterans on the squad. Like the squad was a little bit old, but now, um, like France almost. You saw that generation of young talent coming through, and then they won the World Cup. So,
1: oh, by the way, we've started uh, episode thirteen. Forward pressing.
0: Episode thirteen. Welcome back, everybody. I tried a new thing with the intro. We'll see how it goes, but I kind of liked it. I think that's uh, pretty fun to just start mid-conversation.
1: More natural, isn't it?
0: Feels nice. Feels nice.
1: But uh, well, let me just plug in the socials real quick since we're here. Uh. Like uh, as always, uh, if you want to DM us or uh, messages on Twitter or Instagram, so Instagram is at Ford uh, at Ford underscore pressing, and on Twitter at Ford Press Pod. If you want to ask us questions, debate, we're we're down for that anytime, anywhere, any place. Well, not any place because we're online, but anytime really. Uh, We're also on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. If you could as well, uh, I'm not asking for a five stars review yet because we've only just started, obviously. But give us a review of what you think about the podcast, what could be improved, what, what, what do you like, what do you not like, and stuff like that. So,
0: Definitely. Constructive criticism is always good, just so we know what to do differently, because sometimes it's nice having an outside opinion. So give us your thoughts.
1: Indeed. Do you care about the FIFA Club World Cup? No. Do you? Do you care that, do you, well, I'm just, uh, sometimes, I'm just curious because, uh, well, I'm not curious, but I know that, uh, I don't know if you saw Byron beat, uh, I think it was an addition team, Al-Ali in the semis, they're playing Tigres in the final, Tigres is from the CONCACAF, Tigres is from the CONCACAF, they're playing tomorrow, Tigres is CONCACAF, so, that's why, I mean, they're representing our region.
0: Is Byron even fielding, like, their proper team?
1: Yeah, yeah, Lewandowski played, I think. Davies was starting. Lewandowski was there. Kimmich, the whole, the was in that. The whole squad was there.
0: Interesting. I mean, it's, Bayern's gonna win. It's not really gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be an entertaining game to watch. But I mean, entertaining maybe on the goal standpoint.
1: I think I think Bayern should win, but Tigres isn't gonna be an easy team to to beat. There.
0: Dang, you think it's gonna be a close game?
1: I think it's gonna be a close cool game. Yeah, because I've seen a few games of Tigres. If even, well, obviously, it was against lesser oppositions, mainly MLS, fair enough. But I think that even in, in the Mexican League or even against team in South America, they dominated. So I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Tigris could pull out an upset, to be honest with you.
0: I mean, I guess we'll see. Um, On a more entertaining note, not the FIFA Club World, Club, World Cup. Let's talk about your boys.
1: We don't. I'm going to just keep it short and sweet. Um. Because hey, you 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 were you were clowning
0: us because we gave up that last second equalizer to Everton, which we'll talk about after. But then right after Dane, Arsenal Villa.
1: I had to bring that up. I mean, to be fair, it was like because I, I the thing is the funny thing about that uh draw is that I actually called it. Uh one of my friends was uh, he snapped me after the McTominay goal and I responded by ask by calling by basically saying that it's gonna be a, uh, an equalizer, and I'm calling it right now. And I think maybe like 10 minutes after that, it, it happened. So I was kind of – that's why I, I kind of reacted, overreacted sort of. But going back to oh, – It was just a stupid
0: goal. Like, it's so predictable when you watch us play. We just look so um, vulnerable so, many, so often.
1: Vulnerable is the word. But going back to the Gunners, like I said – uh, Self self-infl- self-inflicting mistakes again. We're shooting ourselves in the foot once again against a good team too. Villa obviously is a dangerous team this year. But if we can make it easier for them, it doesn't obviously it helps them and uh, hurts us more. Uh, so yeah, Cedric Suarez, congrats. You messed up, but it's all good. You you're still you're still a good player. You still you had a good decent game even though you made the one mistake that cost us the one goal. Um, other than that, really. Not much else to say. Matt Ryan kept us in the game. First game for him in the in the goal. Obviously, Leno's Leno's uh, suspended for. I mean, we don't have to talk about that.
0: Cedric been getting a, a lot of flack uh, um,
1: recently. He hasn't been uh, playing really well at all. Who? Cedric. Cedric, yeah. I mean, he's having a. I mean, last game wasn't his best. His previous as well, but. Overall, I mean, we have we have a lot of injuries at the left back, so that's why he kind of plays there. He's usually a right back, so um does it make a big difference? Yeah, it makes a big difference. I think there's there's not that many players that can play both fullback position, like and be uh, as efficient.
0: He's been costing. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, he's he has he's not as comfortable on the left that he is on the right, that's for sure. But um, other than that, like 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 I said earlier, Matt Ryan. Kept us in the game. A few good saves here, and there. So it's a good. I've, I I really I really hope that we can keep it for like the long term as a second, as a second keeper. It would be nice to have. Uh, Order guard looks promising as well. He had a couple good moments. He had one key chance that could have tied. Obviously, that didn't go. That didn't work out. But he's he's he's, he's showing promises. So I'm I'm pretty happy for that. But the bottom line is we're back to we're we're back to uh, being out of the outside of the top ten right now. So.
0: Behind Villa, behind Leeds, and they both have less games played.
1: Yeah, I know. But they also are – overall, I think they're a better team than us this, so far this season, yes. I'd say so. I'd say so.
0: You guys have not scored many goals. That's the thing. Leeds has scored 38 goals. Villa has scored 36 goals. You guys have scored 27.
1: I know, Kev. I saw the stats. I don't want to talk about it, but I saw the stats. Yeah,
0: we have to talk about it. I mean, what's happening? How come you guys are not
1: scoring? Uh, I don't know about was not playing. Like I said, like it's sort of coming back, but he's he had a good run of games. But I feel like the new system kind of benefits him more than it benefits Obamiang. So maybe he'll he will eventually have to get the goals. Pepe started scoring, and then that game, last game, he had cold feet, or what he it didn't really work out.
0: By started scoring, did you mean he scored in one game or two?
1: Two and two, two and two games. Sorry, two and two games. So, you know, we're making progress, baby steps. But we got to get, we definitely have to get uh, sources for another source of goals because it's not working right, right now. You guys have a
0: tough schedule coming up Man City and then Leicester and Leeds before that. Leeds, Man City, Leicester. Leicester. What do you expect?
1: Uh, honestly, that's, um, if we get three points out of those three games, I'll be happy because I don't see us beating City. Uh, Leeds is tough but we could probably get a point there maybe a, possibly a win that's probably our best chance and then I can't remember the last game I think I can't remember the last game mentioned Leicester yeah that's a tough one too I I don't know if we can beat Leicester right now I don't know if we can be I, all of the, these teams to be honest with you but I'm expecting I mean, at least one win if we can get one win out of those three preferably the, the Leeds game that's probably our best chance
0: and what happens if you go 0 for 3 That means four, four. If you go over for three, that's a four-game losing streak. Because Arteta, does he get sacked?
1: Nah, no, I don't think he'll get sacked. I think, like I said last, I think I said earlier, if
0: if you guys lose the next three games, realistically, um, let's see how far down you can go on the table. If you lose the
1: next three games, we're we're not we're not we're not close to relegation. Like we're not getting relegated. That's that's in the past.
0: You could you could drop. You could easily drop. Um, to 13th, 14th place. If you're losing the next three games and those teams start
1: winning a little bit. Um, we know City's not losing. That's for sure.
0: City's not losing. You're not meeting Leicester. If you lose against Leeds, behind you, you have Southampton that has a game in hand that if they win, they're above you. That puts you in 12th place. Who's Palace playing? Palace is playing Burnley. They can beat Burnley. They can play, they're playing Brighton. They can beat Brighton. They're playing Fulham. They can beat Fulham. That's That could be three wins for Palace. Palace most likely at least one. Wolves is behind you as well. Wolves is playing South, uh, Southampton, Leeds, Newcastle. That's tough. And Brighton's there. Brighton will probably lose against Villa, lose against Palace. Maybe beat West Brom. So realistically, in the next like month, you guys could be in like 13th place or 14th place. Is that, is that, like, is that still, like, when do you draw the line of, like, yeah, just give him the season, just give him the season, or sack him at the end of the season? Like, what's the point?
1: If we get close to relegation, we'll have to sack him.
0: No, but don't you think that the line has to be a little bit higher than relegation? You're not getting relegated. I think the relegation battle is already done. I think that the three teams are in the bottom three
1: we're not going we're not we're not making it to the top 4 we're not making it to the top 6 so at this point we just got to figure out a way to finish the season on a high note which would be somewhere between 6 and 12 6 10 6 and 10 ideally 10 12 is pushing it i don't know 12 is pushing it but 6 i'll be i'll be satisfied with a 6 and 10 not happy satisfied i want to make that make i'm making make sure, make sure i i we're in my words, but as long as we're between those,
0: so I just I'm just I just keep bringing it up because every time it's like our our
1: Let's give him; he's deserved the end of the season. He's deserved the end of the season. But he's gonna get this season. Not that I think he deserves it. I think uh, well, I do think he deserves it, but I do think they're they're gonna give it to him regardless.
0: You think he deserves it? If you guys are in, in a month, you guys are in 14th place.
1: I mean, do we want to talk about Ole and how it was bad at the beginning and somehow now you managed to get...
0: I mean, we're in second place in the league um, after starting off the first three games, not hot. The, the season is three quarters done and you guys are in 14th place.
1: I'm not worried, Kev. I'm not worried. That's what you're asking. I'm not worried.
0: All right, all right. I'm just saying, like, as a, as a supporter, this is not a change you want. You want to keep Arteta for next season? Is that what, you want? Is that what you'd want?
1: We'll see in the summer. We'll see.
0: Have you seen enough that you think he he's the one that will bring you back to competition?
1: No, I have not seen enough, but I want to give him time because he deserves that at least. How much time? The season, like I guess.
0: Okay, all right. That'll, that'll be two years, right? No comment. Let's talk about United because we did drop points in the league with Everton, which was pretty bad. Um. Up to zero at halftime, dominating first half, dominating, and then I don't know what happened second half. I think they just got like those five minutes that they were like really high pressure. They scored two goals. Um, I don't think Lindelof has a future at Man United. Really, Maguire Paul probably does. Yeah, I think Lindelof is the the defender that's waiting to be replaced. Um, yeah. When we, when, we sign, when we sign another center back, he's replacing Lindelof.
1: I mean, yeah, because he has the most value in terms of the – he has more value than like McG- – well, you're not selling McGuire. You can't do that. And Bailly is always injured even though he plays – he's your best friend. He's always injured.
0: No, but we're going to sign a defender, and Lindelof will still be on the squad, but that defender will play ahead of Lindelof.
1: Not, uh, don't you think that he'd probably ask for a move if that happens? Or when that happens,
0: yeah, he'll probably get moved the next season or something, or something like that. If I don't think we'd be able to move in the same season, I think he'll like try to fight for his spot and then probably fail. If we end up signing like uh Ramos or um, I mean, Varane's contract's up in the summer, um, and he has not talked about renewing. Um, we were talking about Kunde from Sevilla as well, which I, I'm really high on. Um, i think there's a lot of like young defenders that we're looking at right now and we've been trying to bring in a center back for a while and then Bayi came back and kind of like appeased that conversation a little bit but then he's not always healthy either right now so i think lindelof just waiting to be replaced but either way like um i'm very content with our midfield um our fullbacks are doing great bruno is still bruno our um, our attack can be a little off a little bit, but I still think we or we're converting chances. It's just our defense that's losing us games. It's our center backs. It's our center backs. Um, they just look lost half the time. So many goals. We players are wide open. Like I don't know. Um,
1: what about the, the man of the hour, Scotty McTominay. Scotty. Mc-
0: I mean, I feel like it's been a couple episodes. I've been telling you how good he's been and how impressed I've I've been with him. And he just keeps showing it on the field, bro. This man, he. But now he can now he actually scores. Yeah, I mean, now he's scoring goals, and that's not even his role. He's a he's a defensive mid. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on McTominay?
1: No, I mean, I, I'm def, I definitely feel like he has definitely he has improved since last season, and uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if he's he's, in,
0: he's done nothing but improve. Like he's he's making it really hard for him not starting.
1: Yeah. I still would put. I mean, if you have Fred, Fred and the McTominay is always a. It's also a good duel. I feel like he's eventually gonna.
0: Then when's Pogba? Where's Pogba?
1: Well, yeah, that's the problem. That's the issue. Would you, if you had to, you can't sacrifice Pogba for McTominay. I don't feel like it's a realistic like trade. I think you're
0: playing Pogba with McTominay.
1: Yeah, but then if you do that, you, that put you put Fred on Fred on the bench.
0: Fred starts on on the bench.
1: Even though I, I feel like Fred has been a good people play for you guys this season as well.
0: Yeah. Right now, anyways.
1: I don't know, because I feel like Fred is more valuable because he does more things than McTominay, really.
0: He has, but he's, he hasn't been better than McTominay or Pogba right now, anyways. In the last month.
1: But this, at the same time, I'll, even though I say that, I, I can also say that Pogba does everything that Fred does. But
0: better. When he's in form, which he is.
1: But better. When he's, yeah, which he is until the injury. The one issue, the one issue, the one issue that I have with you guys right now is the van de Beek situation.
0: Oh man, that's so sad. Did you see the video of him getting subbed off? Yeah, I felt that. I felt that in my heart. Um, I think now he gets more playing time because of the Pogba injury, but. I think he has a future here as long as he's willing to be patient. But I don't know. It's kind of just like he's not getting as many chances as he should. Um, whose fault is that? I think it's because we're in de- we're in desperate for wins, and it's hard to to uh, put it in the hands of like uh, uncertainty right now because we haven't. He hasn't been given the playing time. And you you have McTominay, Fred, and Pogba that are all like, you know what you're getting, and it's high quality right now.
1: Hypothetically speaking, right? Assuming that Pogba. Uh, stays, even though we everybody seems to be expecting him to leave. I think we're, we said that as well. If he if he were to stay, right, what does that... What do we do with Van de Beek then? Because that means that it'll be the exact same situation as this season. I think...
0: I think it'll be okay because at the beginning of the season we saw it was... We kind of had Bruno at the top of the triangle, the midfield triangle. And then it was just the two behind him that would always be uh, alternating. And at the beginning of the season, it was it was like in pairs. It was McTominay and Fred, and then Pogba and Matic. Matich hasn't been playing as much anymore. Um, I think he's giving his chances to the others.
1: He's also the oldest.
0: Exactly. I think he he can come on when necessary, and he's a good kind of like fill in the fill him the the blank kind of player. Like he could even play center back if we needed on a last resort kind of thing, you know. But I think it'll end up being like a Van De Beek will take his spot in those pairings and we're to have the same situation where we um have a con- kind of two do du- two duos taking their turn. Um, but also if Pogba leaves and it's just even gives him a huge boost because he'll be uh playing a lot more.
1: Now, if Pogba leaves, right, do you bring someone else knowing that you have Van De Beek already? Or do you leave it as it is right now?
0: I think I leave it as it is. But you always want competition, right? So
1: yeah, I feel like you should that you would have to bring someone else as well, just for the sake of just for the sake of depth and also competition, like you said. But I mean moving on to uh the I guess I'm not gonna call them the champions yet because they're not, but City Liverpool was not the game that I expected.
0: I mean, did was not the game that we expected? It kind of was.
1: I didn't expect a blowout. It was close in the first half. It was close, but it ended up not being so close. I mean th- Allison had a bad game. Let's just call it as it is. He had a bad game. It's it's not something it's not the idea. I mean, they that's the identity of the team, like playing from the back. That's what they always do. And this time it didn't work because I mean a few mistakes here and there.
0: It all happened in, in the course of like ten minutes.
1: Yeah, everything everything shattered so quickly. But at the same time, I wanted—I do want to give credit to Foden and Gundogan as well. Gundogan, I feel like Gundogan is underrated. After that missed penalty, I feel like he's surprisingly not mentioned enough. Mainly because he's always a lot of times is injured. But when he's like a hundred percent or at least close to hundred percent, he's easily—he's easily top ten in the league in midfield, center mid. Mm. Interesting. I will. I will debate that till the end. I feel like he he brings so much to the get to the team that isn't talked enough about. He's he's key in attacking wise, but he's also great defensively. He's a great balance for the team, especially when he, De Bruyne wasn't there and Agüero wasn't there. Well, not that Agüero was in the midfield, but like the key players, some key players were missing.
0: Yeah, true, and they still won four one. So
1: yeah, I mean it's a convincing win with not your best squad, really.
0: So, you think Liverpool may not finish in top four?
1: No, they'll finish in the top four. I mean, there's
0: a there's high chance that they don't. Competition is high this year.
1: Yeah, but at the same, and also the, it'll depend on whether the big three stays consistent or not and also what the new defense is going to look like. Because they, they didn't play those duty defenders in that game, if I remember correctly.
0: Because they're on, they're on 40 points right now. Then you have, you have Chelsea, West Ham, and Spurs. Spurs have a game in hand, but if they win that, they're all at 39. And then you also have, you have Everton, who's at 21 games played, with 37 points. So if they win those two games, Everton's at 43 points.
1: I would be very surprised if they were taken out of the top four at the end of the season. I would be very surprised.
0: I would not be surprised. I would be willing to make a bet. Would you be willing to make a bet?
1: No, I wouldn't be.
0: That Liverpool don't finish in the top four?
1: I don't, I think they will. I think they will.
0: Okay, well, if you think they will and I think they don't, we should make a bet.
1: All right, bet then. You still owe me
0: from that uh, bet last season where you said Arsenal is going to finish above United.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. I'll I'll get you back on that. I'll get you back on that.
0: All right, double or nothing then.
1: <laughs> ah, I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> Congrats. I'm done with that. Double or nothing indeed. Uh, We got to also uh kill this... Well, not kill, but like... We got to end this myth that Guardiola doesn't develop, t- develop talent because, I mean, you can tell but from Foden's display in the last few months, he's easily one of the most impactful players in City. I mean, I see one name on here and I'm kind of
0: like, there's only one name on this list you made for developed uh, talents under Guardiola and that's the only one I'm heavy on, but Busquets. Do you think Guardiola developed Busquets?
1: Yeah, he played him from. Uh, he played him in the B team. He started him in the B team, and then once he got promoted to first team, coach at Barca, he got he he took Busquets and Thiago with him. I think, if I remember correctly. So I believe I I do believe that he developed Busquets and Thiago. I believe he had a massive impact on Kimmich and Sterling, as well as Sterling. Mitch for sure. Sterling too. I think Sterling was a different player when he came. The initially, when from when he got Pellegrini and Man- I think was it Pellegrini or mentioned? I'm pretty sure it was Pellegrini. And then when Gordiola came, it was a different player, he came he became a different player, so you can't you can't argue, you can't even argue that. And then Foden, there's no coach, there's no question that Gordiola definitely, if it was not a coach, I don't even think Foden would be in the team to be honest with you. I would, I would, I would have doubts because the way that they, they would have loaned him. I mean, that's what they were saying
0: in the beginning of Guardiola's tenure at the, at the City. They won more in on, on the bat, but he wasn't giving him time. He was.
1: Low, a little bit slow. It was progressively, though. It was progressively. You could see that there was... there Last year, he had an increase in minutes. This year, he's playing full games, 90-minute games, against big teams, too, not just small games, but actually impactful games. And he's actually producing. There's no debate for me that he's... Yeah, there's no debate for me that he's one of the most... He's one of the key players in the City team now. I I don't know if I... I wouldn't put him, obviously, ahead of, like, De Bruyne and stuff like that, but he's definitely, like, one of the important players in the team at the moment.
0: So do you think the City team has too many, too much competition? Or no? Like, for playing time, I mean.
1: I think he has a balanced squad. I mean, as a coach, you want all the best
0: players on your team, right? But are they going to be happy with their playing time? That's a different question. Like...
1: I mean, look, this, look at this, look at the Liverpool game, right? Didn't, not, not some of the best players were injured and he had to use uh, some other players to obviously fill out the positions and they still managed to get a convincing result against the second best team in the league.
0: I mean, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying like, do you think there's a lot of players that leave in the next, in the transfer window or no? Like now look, just center backs, you have Stones, Laporte, Diaz and Ake.
1: Nah, I don't see who, I don't see who would leave. Nathan Ake. Yeah, Nathan like you said. You said Diaz. I think you meant Garcia. Ruben Diaz. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Uber, Ruben Diaz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't. And Garcia too. Yeah, so that's five. Garcia is expected to go to Barca. I think that's already official. Like he should, he should go, he should move to Barcelona.
0: Yeah, I mean he's young. He's like twenty years old.
1: Yeah, that's another play that Guardiola developed, by the way. Um, I, I would say I don't, I don't see who would leave. Ake, Stones, Ruben Diaz. Because think about it, too. Like, injuries will happen. That's why Laporte lost his spot, to be honest, as a starter. And Stones took over and, like, became the defendant that people were expecting him to be.
0: I don't know. I guess it's – for me, I always thought you need three, like – Starting center backs on a squad and a fourth like rotation center back or like upcoming prospect that can start some games, you know.
1: I feel like three is too low for a team like City that has too many, so many comp, so many games, so many competitions. Three seems a bit low because if if injuries happens to three of them, you're down to having Fernandinho and maybe really Cal Walker. Whereas now that you have you can actually rotate your five, which are five quality guys as well. Like Aki is not. I think it's probably the least of the four, but not but he's still like a de- decent player. It's just that he's been injured a lot. And, then, and he can play left back too. So I definitely feel like they have enough. They have a balanced squad in pretty much every position. I don't see like if I look at this roster, I don't see a weak link. They literally have two number ones in net, a solid back four. Concillo can play.
0: Wait, who's the second number one?
1: Zach Steffen. He can play Zach accept- Stefan
0: you think he's a number one?
1: He could, be, he could be a number one, yes, easily. He could be a number one.
0: What's a better What's a better duo, David De Gea and Henderson or Zach Stefan and Ederson?
1: Zach Steffen and Ederson, by far.
0: By far. All right, dang. All right, shit.
1: Yeah, because Henderson isn't given a chance and De Gea keeps making mistakes. Yeah,
0: he's played, he plays games. He plays, the, he plays the cup games and he plays some uh, some season games.
1: I would take Stefan and Ederson over those two. Anytime. Nine times out of ten.
0: All right. All right. All right. Um. Okay.
1: Let's see. You. You also a little biased, but we we won't have to mention that.
0: For sure. And you're also a little biased against me, but yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, I I guess I've seen Stephen Columbus before. So what? How's that? How's that bias?
0: You said you'd rather see anybody win the league than United.
1: That's not biased. I would if United wins the league, like I, I'll be happy for you, but like
0: I'd rather see Arsenal win the league than over Liverpool and, and Man City. See, that's bias. What do you mean that's biased?
1: That's, uh, that's definitely bias. We don't have to go into No, it, I'm not Let's... saying you should.
0: I'm saying I would love to see that over Liverpool and Man City.
1: Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. I apologize.
0: Do you know what the, the word bias means?
1: You're you're. Are you really googling it right now? No,
0: I know what the word bias means. I'm saying, do you know what the word bias means? I
1: heard you. I heard you type. I heard you type.
0: I was changing between the layout pages.
1: Okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. Well, I can't even see you, so I can't even say if you're lying or not. But we'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Uh, have you been following? Okay. Okay. Wait. What is it?
0: Okay. Wait. What were you say? What were you gonna say?
1: I was. I was gonna ask you if you've been following the league game recently because it's been interesting.
0: I was just about to ask you about that. Um, I have not recently. I was earlier. But um, I know you don't think PSG is winning the league.
1: Yeah, there's some good things and bad things. So, so like, like I said, I don't think PSG is winning the league. I think it's between – I initially said Lyon, but Lille could be – You said Lyon. Now Lille at the top, so. Lille at the top, so it's going to be – I think it's going to be between those two. I, I still feel like Lyon might, be, might lean towards it at the end. At the end. Just because Lil will also have a Europa League eventually, so they'll get they'll have a, a bit more of a workload. But from a Lil perspective, Jonathan David is scoring now, so that's good. I think he has like seven goals overall this season. He has like five. He has
0: seven goals, and uh, Yilmaz has nine. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, but it initially, I think it's a good start. Well, it's a good progress for him because initially he wasn't scoring for the the first half of the season. He wasn't scoring. I think he had one goal. The thing with
0: Lil is that they have a lot of. Um, a lot of players that are contributing to score goals, whereas these other teams that are, um, are, uh, it's more like, well, I guess I know, I mean, I'm wrong. Like, like Yilmaz has nine, David has seven, um, Yazicic has seven, um, Bamba has six. If you look at PSG, you got Mbappe at the top leading the league with 16, and second high scorer for, uh, for, uh, for M- uh, for uh, PSG is Moise Keane at nine, you know? And then after, after Moise Keane, it's Neymar at six, which three of them are penalties. So I feel like them not, not, they don't have the variety of people that are scoring goals right now. And for Lyon, you have Depay at 13, but six of them are penalties. So that's like half. Then you have Ekambi as well that's scoring.
1: Yeah, Toko Ekambi's actually been – he's actually been a decent player. That I, I didn't expect him to have that impact with, uh, with young, but he's doing better than I expected him to do. So that, I'm kind of happy for that. Um, fellow Cameronian uh, fellow, fellow Cameron international, as always. But, uh, yeah, I do feel like PSG might not – like I said, PSG isn't going to make it this year. I don't think they will. They did beat Marseille this, uh, last week, so that I was kind of sad about that.
0: I mean, it's a close race. The it's still everybody's winning one game, right? So,
1: yeah, but I do want to mention Monaco. Monaco is coming back. Like they've been informed for the last, like I think for the last month or two, I don't think they've lost a game, and they've been scoring like crazy. And I think they might. They, I don't think they'll win, but they're a dark. They might show up. Out of nowhere, because I don't think people were expecting him to go that far, but they've been doing better than, than uh, the expectations. So I wouldn't be surprised if they end up in like the top four or something, which I think they will.
0: What about um? So the the league earn is still a close race. Um, what about the Bundesliga? I mean, Bayern seems like they're running away with it for sure, but but then you have like teams that we talked about that are usually in the top three, top four that are were great like last season, like Dortmund or Munchen or Leverkusen. And they're outside the top four right now, behind like Wolfsburg and Frankfurt, who are kind of like uh, the new the new contestants this year. Yeah,
1: I mean Wolfsburg was always. Uh, I think they had a good season. For they've had a good season overall. I think Frankfurt got better with the signing of Jovic, and that probably plays a part into it.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Good for him.
1: But I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be expecting anything other than the Bayern trophy. I thought it, it was. It was close at the beginning. There was a bit of issues, but then Dortmund kept losing. And Leipzig kept drawing. Yeah, but do you think Dortmund uh, make t- top four? They might not even make top four. To be honest with you, they're not looking good right now. Like, there's too many goal c- goals conceded.
0: Do you expect? Do you think Gladbach is a team that should be in the top four? Like,
1: yeah, I think they're they're they've proven that they deserve it. But at the same time. Gladbach is going to have issues with the Champions League coming up next week, so they'll be busy as well. So it'll probably impact their performance in the next few games for securing top four. So it'll be interesting to see. I think the, the the other race that is interesting is the Serie A right now. Because La Liga is over. La Liga is over. Atletico has it. I think it's over. Yeah, I was just looking at that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... It was over since the beginning. Like We saw how the how strong Atletico was compared to these other teams. They had, like, so many games in hand, they were up by, like, three or, three or four games. Yeah, they have 12 goals against in the whole season. I mean, Sevilla has 16, which is pretty impressive as well. But that just goes to show I think Kunde is a big part of that, which is why uh, United
1: uh, are trying to get him. But um, what was I saying? I think Serie yeah. Serie is interesting too because... I, I, although I do feel like Milan will get it, and I hope Milan gets it because it's been a while.
0: Uh, it has been a while. That'd be a good story.
1: Inter, Roma, and you can you can't count Juve out obviously. And then Napoli, Atalanta, Lazio—they're all in the mix. I don't think Napoli and Lazio are in the mix for the trophy, but top four maybe or top six. But like,
0: are you surprised? Um, are you surprised Juve is in third behind Inter and, and uh,
1: Milan? Sort of. Sort of, but it's like a two-point difference, I think. So it's not that big of a, it's not that big of a gap. I am surprised, but I'm, at the same time, it's not like the biggest gap. So it could, it could easily be like, uh, like, uh, you could, they could easily like catch that back, or get those points back.
0: Who do you think wins it? Do you think it's Milan?
1: Yeah, they've been the better team this year.
0: I've been a fan of Milan since the David Beckham went there for a little bit. Um, I mean, they've always, they've always been the fact that they've, they've been kind of bad in these last few years has made me like them more because nobody likes a team when, like, nobody wants to just bandwagon the top team, I guess. Um, and Milan were a top team for a long time.
1: Yeah, I kept in touch with them, but I have also fell in love with Atalanta, so I guess I have two teams, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, Atalanta is a fun team in the last couple of years, but I, I relate. Um, I really see the comparisons between Milan and uh, United, um, which makes me like them. Because they were a team that has like probably probably has like the most history in the Syria of them and uh, Juve probably. Um and Inter, but I think Milan has the most history there, um, especially on a Champions League level. Um, with the legends that used to be at the club as well. You got Ronaldinho, uh, Maldini, everybody. Um, Seedorf. But then they kind of like fall off their throne for a while and struggle to kind of get back. Yeah, and finally they're coming back.
1: Yeah, they're coming back, though. They're coming back, though. They're, they're, with the use of... uh, let, Well, with Debra at the front and the... the, the A pretty youth team, honestly. The, the team is pretty young. They're very talented.
0: Isn't it crazy that Debra's still like, scoring all these goals? It is crazy, but at the same time, it's like... Man came, went to the dead and back. When I say that he went to the MLS, he came back.
1: That, that, see, that's disrespectful. You not have to call it the dead. It's not true. They're not dead. What you mean? What you mean? Who came back? I mean it's
0: true though. Nobody comes back from the MLS. Who came back from the MLS? Who who went there and came back to the top in Europe?
1: No, I don't know. I mean Ibra is a pretty Ebra's an outlier. That's the thing.
0: That's the thing, but it's crazy. He's an outlier, so we gotta respect it. Like nobody does that. You go to the MLS, you retire. Ibra went there one came back. And winning again. I thought his career was over when he came to United. I thought that was like that was it. Like he was gonna have a little bit of a season and then, uh, and then dip and then maybe retire. And then, man,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. We didn't retire. didn't retire after MLS. He went to Derby.
0: I mean, he didn't come back to the top.
1: I mean, it's Derby. It's his championship.
0: It's Derby. It's not. It's it's basically retirement.
1: That's route to Derby. He's he's definitely not liar. Let's be honest. Yeah, he is a not liar.
0: I mean, he retired the year after Ebro came back to Milan, and now they're winning the league for the first time in I don't know how many years. All right, we will have we have some things to talk about next episode. I think Uh I have a couple questions for you, but I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week.
1: Champions League as
0: well. Yeah, Champions League as well. Um fun times ahead
1: all right well make sure you follow you guys on the on the on instagram and twitter like i said earlier uh i'm not gonna repeat it because i forgot it
0: <laughs> you, what
1: that's a laugh i didn't forget it add forward pressing on instagram and add for press pod on twitter we're also on spotify and apple so give us a review give us a give us a cute review a debate we're here to debate
0: if you guys want to give us some pockets talk about talk some topics to talk about on the pod that'd be great um because we're always looking for new things to talk about besides covering these weekly games um we have some stuff brewing um so maybe we'll talk about that next week and uh can't wait to to have you guys back we'll see you fudging later
1: peace